Hello, my beautiful people. <laughs> How are you? It's been a minute. Um, it's been more like four weeks, to be exact. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, where to start? Well, let's let's just start with the reason why I decided to jump on here. Um, it is nighttime. What time is it? It's about 9.45 p.m. Oscar has gone to bed for the evening. He has a different work schedule than I do, so he tends to go to bed by like 9 o'clock. And usually I'll go to bed with him, and I will just lay there next to him while he passes out within like two seconds of his head hitting the pillow. But me, <laughs> no, not I. I will stay in bed and watch YouTube videos or some show that I'm watching on my own probably until like 11 or 11.30 and then I'll doze off and go to sleep. Then he wakes up at like 4.30 in the fucking morning um, and that always disrupts my sleep because his alarm goes off and he gets out of bed and so I end up waking up. And if I'm lucky, I will fall back to sleep, but sometimes I don't get that luxury and I'll just stay awake. It fucks up my sleeping cycle. It really sucks. But that's one of the things that I wanted to talk to y'all about today. Um, since he is... <laughs> y'all are going to think that I just like sneak around my smoking. It's not that I sneak it around. I just... I think I enjoy smoking on my own as opposed to with him. Um, I don't know why. I don't know why. Anyways, I have um, a couple joints left over from my smoke and stretch yoga class that I had this weekend. Um, unfortunately, some people did not make it last minute. So guess what? I got to keep your joint. <laughs> and today's one of those days where I just, I don't know, I just want to spark one up and hang out with you. So let's light this bad boy up, shall we? How you been though? What you been up to? Life treating you good? Mm, I think I rolled this one a little too tight. It's a little too compact, not uh, not burning the way I'd like it to. There we go. Mm. Yum. I don't know what it is about this peanut butter breath, but I am digging it like the flour, the concentrate. Oscar did a really good job with the strain. Yum. So what have I been up to the last four weeks? Um, it was a little chaotic. Work was intense 
and it was draining me of everything, (laughs) every ounce of energy. Every little bit of, yeah, just energetic force I had, um, it was really just stressing me out leaving me on E, leaving me depleted. And I had to have a big girl moment (laughs) and talk to myself and ask, what's more important to me? Is it the money or is it my peace of mind? And for a minute, I thought it was the money. I was like, man, I'm making great money for once in my life. I wasn't stressed out about dinero. I wasn't stressed out about paying my bills. I wasn't stressed out about having what is known as expendable income. God, this is so tasty. However... The way I was making my money, it was costing me my peace of mind. It was costing me what I would call like my emotional neutral. I was a raging bitch to Oscar for many, many days out of the last, let's say, four weeks. And... I just like I didn't know what to do because it's like it's work right you get paid to do a job and you need to do it and I would just end up crying a lot of the days because I was so overwhelmed and didn't know how to filter so much of the just like the day-to-day shit like honestly I was listening to people complain for many hours out of my work day and If you know anything about human design, and if you don't know about human design, I highly recommend you look into it. When I learned about human design, I learned a lot about my particular energetic blueprint, which made which made so much sense about the way that I navigate in the world, the way that I operate day to day, the way that I recoup energy or drain energy. I, if you happen to um, look into human design, there's, I believe there's five energetic types. There are generators, which make up about, if I remember correctly, I think it's about 70% of like our world population. These are the people that have that get up and go, right? Like they wake up, they just have energy and they will work, work, work. And then at the end of the day, it's like they've depleted all of their energy. So they tend to like fall asleep pretty easily. Um, They like a lot of structure, a lot of routine. That's not where I sit. (laughs) So outside of generators, there are projectors Projectors, I think, make up maybe about 20% of the general population. There are also manifesting generators, which are a hybrid of manifestors and generators. I think they also make up a smaller portion, maybe like, I don't know, 
10, 15% of the, the world population. There are manifestors, which is what I am. We make up about seven to eight percent of the world population. It's a small number. And we tend to have more what are called open centers in our body. So what does that mean? It means I can feel other people's shit probably more than most. I can take on their let's say energetic currency, right? Whatever they're expending, whether it's good, bad, neutral. And not only that, but um, now we're getting into like a weird conversation before I get, here we go. <laughs> Isn't this every episode we <laughs> start talking about random shit? As a manifester, my aura, my energetic field is dense. And that is because, historically speaking, manifestors are, they're like the pharaohs, the leaders, the kings, the queens. They are the people that lead masses. And in order to do that, you have to be willing to agitate others. And that agitation could be to motivate them it could be to just have change happen it's fucking hard dude do you know how many people i meet that like from jump don't like me (laughs) i don't give a fuck (laughs) but that's I mean, that's my gift is that I tend to rub people in a certain way. I mean, my hope and my intent is that it's always in a positive way, but I know it's not. Sometimes, sometimes I say some shit that people don't want to hear or I deliver it in a way that maybe isn't um, as soft and as gentle as I think other people would make it. But that's just who I am, bro. I'm gonna fucking tell it to you how it is sometimes. If I like, if I if I know you're sensitive, I try to curb it a little bit. But the thing is, the the, the fact of the matter is, friends, sometimes you need somebody to just fucking tell it to you. You know what I mean? So on top of <laughs> manifestors, there are reflectors. I haven't met one yet. And that's probably because I don't run everybody's chart, but I'm sure probably no one. Reflectors make up about 1% of the the world population. One. Isn't that crazy? That means that in a room full of 100 people, one of them is a reflector. And they are, from my understanding, pretty wicked. They tend to work in cycles and usually lunar cycles um if you know your birth time and birth date obviously i highly recommend you look into it you can learn a lot about yourself you can learn a lot about yourself through multiple 
avenues. But I think for me, what's been most profound has been astrology first. Which, by the way, if you didn't know, I'm a cancer sun. What does that mean? That means I'm sensitive as fuck. Which I think we've established. <laughs> um, it means I am. So my planet, uh, if we speak, if we're speaking astrologically, I'm ruled by the moon, um, which for me has been really interesting over the last maybe year, year and a half. Um, I've learned that I and that I'm moon sensitive. So around a new moon, around a full moon, my energy is usually really, really low. Like, I don't want to do anything. I just kind of want to stay home. I want to stay indoors. Um, I can also, depending on, like, what sign the moon is in, sometimes I could be feeling shit and not really know it or not be able to, like, process it. It also means that I, I love very hard and that's just like, that's the best way I can describe it. I, I don't want to say I love well, because I think I, we can all do better. But I love really hard. And home to me is paramount. Um, and it could be because, you know, they say cancers are the crabs. And so our shells are our homes. Or our protective layers, both. <laughs> but for me, um, home is really, really important. Creating a space that feels like a haven, a space that feels supportive, clean, organized, feels welcoming, feels comfortable. Like that's that's one of the the one of the uh, one of the reasons why I fell in love with this house that we live in so much because I like immediately when we came to view it and I saw the layout of it I was like oh this is it <laughs> I was like this is this is casita put in the application bro like this is ours so let me go back to what I was saying <laughs> note to self maybe don't smoke and pot at the same time <laughs> But astrologically speaking, Cancer Sun, Leo rising. And if y'all don't know, Leos are like the funnest people. Straight up. JLo's a Leo. Michelle Buteau is a Leo. <laughs> they are the, the performers. And their planet is ruled by the sun. Isn't that cute? I have both uh, the sun and the moon dancing within my personalities. I love it. We have a, we, by the way, we have a, like all the planets <laughs> at play. It just depends on like the positioning in your particular chart. And I'm a Taurus moon. This is probably the, the sign that I've learned the most about, um, maybe in like the last six months. So <laughs> something that I have become proud of is people say, mm, 
Okay. <laughs> People have called me lazy in the past. And it's not that I'm lazy. It's that I really enjoy doing nothing. I fucking love it. I fu- oh my God, I fucking love it. I, I don't know. Like it's, I think going out is cool. I think kicking it with friends is cool. But if if it were up to me, yeah, nine times out of ten, I'm I'm gonna choose to stay at home and kick it. Taurus is also known as the sign that is mighty stubborn. I don't think I'm stubborn. However, (laughs) I have been told that I can be. In addition to that, did you know that Taurans love luxury? I mean, they want all the good shit. And if I'm being honest, that's me. (laughs) I don't like to spend a lot of money. However, I do like really nice things i like quality items i like good dining experiences i indulge every once in a while and when i do it's it's usually on like either experiences or material things in the sense that i feel like i'm going to get something out of it like this recording setup that i got i was not prepared to drop the amount of dollars I did, however, <laughs> I wanted something good. I wanted something that was going to last. I wanted something that was going to grow with me. So I made the investment. So astrology is one way that you can get to know yourself. Now, when I say astrology, I don't mean like reading horoscopes only. I mean, actually looking at your chart, investing in getting a reading by someone who studies astrology, there's a lot of aspects of yourself that will probably be mirrored back to you or reiterated to you that are eye-opening. Another avenue is human design. Human design, I think, is newer. I believe it. I believe it started in like the 19 late 1980s and it's sort of this mesh between astrology and like the chakra system it's interesting it's worth taking a look at if you know your birth date if you know your birth time look up your chart just see what you know see what you are see what your profile is google a couple of things it's wild how much information is out there for us to be able to reflect and go deeper. And yet a lot of us don't, don't know about it or don't look for it. If that's not your thing, if you're like, ah, I really don't want to do astrology, blah, blah, blah. Cool. Cool. <laughs> Maybe look into numerology. It's a little bit more logical. Numerology has been cool. I think I had always had a relationship with numbers. And it wasn't until maybe like my mid to late 20s that I started to 
what's the word? I started to pay attention to the numbers that were appearing more in my life and do a little digging as to like their symbolism. What does that mean? What does the number vibrate? What does the number represent? So why am I telling you all of this? Well, homie, we, we are the weirdos. <laughs> if you come and spend some time with me, it means that you're similar to me, probably in many aspects. One of those being that you probably care enough about yourself to want to learn about yourself, to be honest with yourself, to want to improve yourself. And what that looks like for you, that depends. I was telling y'all earlier about work and how it was just, it was really chaotic and I was crying significant amounts and I just had this feeling inside of me where I was like enough is enough stop like this isn't worth it so I made a decision I talked to my boss I was gonna I was gonna quit my job y'all know me I love to quit a job um <laughs> For those of y'all that know, y'all know, I mean, shit, I am not tied to any job. Do you understand me? I have such a great work history, strong skill sets. Like losing a job does not scare me anymore. It just doesn't. Are you kidding me? Somebody fired me today. I'd be hired somewhere else tomorrow. So the thought of walking away from what I would consider a hefty paycheck. Um, it didn't scare me. I was like, no, I would rather be happy. I would rather feel more whole, right? Not complete, but more whole at the end of my workday or at the end of my work week than what had been happening for the previous few weeks. Fortunately for me, my boss loves me and was like, all right, cool. You don't want to do this particular job. I will have you do a different job, but I'm keeping you here because I need you. And I was like, cool, fair enough. So that, that transition happened on Friday. Today's Monday. And the day I had was so fucking great, y'all. Like I felt like I could, like I could take a full breath. For the first time in weeks, I felt like I had a space to be creative. And that to me is way more fucking valuable than some extra fucking dollars on a paycheck. Don't get it twisted. I know how to make money. I will make more money. Absolutely. It's just now I'm becoming more aware of what takes me away from 
what I would consider like my natural state. And my natural state, like me just being me, if I had no stimulus or stimuli, meaning like people, places, things, all that stuff, if if, if it was just me and a little container, I would be so fucking peaceful. I'd be so fucking chill. Like that's who I am at my core. So when I observe me being fucking frantic, crying, snapping at people, like that's not fucking me. And do I want to continue tolerating whatever it is that's triggering that re- that response or that behavior? No. So why haven't I been here for four weeks? Because I've been stressed the fuck out. (laughs) It's been fucking hard. Think about it. How do I come on and open myself up to you when I just feel so just tense and aggravated and frustrated? Ew. Like, who want? why would y'all want to listen to me then? <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy to, like, have this feeling of get this feeling again of feeling like there's energy flowing through me. It's, again, I just, I just want to be at peace. So whatever that means for me at this particular stage of my life, I'm willing to fight for it. I'm willing to sacrifice some stuff for it. I'm willing to protect it. You ever ask yourself what that is for you? Like, what is it that you want to fight for? What is it that you want to create? What is it that you want to protect within yourself? Not with anybody else. Not within your household. I'm talking about you. Which leads me to my next point of discussion. Hmm. How do I say this? You, who you are at your core. You got to get to know that, that essence. Because at the end of the day, it's all you've got. And I think we shy away from believing that and operating from that perspective. I I tend to sit with my thoughts a lot. And then when I verbalize them, they don't always come out the greatest. But I, <laughs> it's going to sound like I'm complaining. I'm not complaining. I have been with my partner for over seven years now. We got together when I was, how old was I? 
I was 24. I was 24, son. I was a fucking child. <laughs> oh my, if I looked at a 24-year-old right now, I'd be like, bitch, please, you know nothing. <laughs> And over the years, we have had a lot of fun times. We've made a lot of good memories. Um, we've obviously tested and tried our bond multiple, <laughs> multiple ways, multiple arguments. And even, I mean, even now, I still find myself living for or better yet like doing things for Oscar as opposed to myself it's fucking stupid bro okay 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 all right prime example on Sunday um I had the smoke and stretch class right and my sister none of my none of my family members have ever participated in a class that I have taught so I invited uh, a couple of my sisters and two of my sisters came. The eldest was, she's like mama bear. So she was like, oh my God, let me take some pictures. <laughs> and she was just snapping a couple pictures of us in the backyard. And she texted me later at night and said, hey, is it okay if I post any of these? And she sent me the pictures. I saw myself and I was like, oh my God. I have gotten so big, so heavy, round, plump, gordita, choncha, like you could see it in that picture. And I know I've gained weight over the years. If we're being, you know what, might as well be transparent. I have regained all of the weight I once lost. I think at my smallest the tiniest I ever was, was like 135 pounds. And even then I thought I was fucking, ugh, I'm so mad at myself. I used to berate myself. Anyways, so right now I sit at a proud 187. And I can say the number out loud and I can see it on the scale because when I look at myself in the mirror, I, I don't know, like, I just, I don't think I'm quote, quote, that big. Like I see myself and I'm like, all right, you're a little thick, you're a little choncha, it's fine, it's okay, you're still cute, you know? But for some reason, when I saw that picture that my sister sent me, I was like completely grossed out by my body. And my immediate response was, to turn to Oscar, we were sitting on the couch when this happened, and turned to Oscar, and I was like, I am so sorry. I'm so sorry I've let myself go. I'm so sorry that I've gotten so big. How can you stay attracted to me when my body has morphed so much from when we first met? And he looked at me, and he was like, why are you apologizing to me? He was like, if anything, apologize to yourself, but like, you ain't got to apologize to me. That shit hit me like a ton of bricks. Because it just shows you where my fucking mind was. My thinking is that my body isn't mine. 
and that my physique is meant solely to keep my fucking partner appeased and attracted to me and committed to me like the fuck isn't it it crazy how we think this shit and like like it's just it's just second nature to us like we don't think to question it until we probably fucking say it out loud and somebody's like the fuck are you what is did that just come out your brain like is that what you're thinking um, bitch, check yourself. So, in typical Jessica fashion, I just kind of started pondering on it. I was like, what the fuck? What else in my life am I bending or twisting or conforming to appease my partner, to appease my family? I think the easiest one for me to relate to is my partner because that's who I live with. That's who I see every single day. And if I think back to who I was and how I acted and how I behaved and what I did when I was single, I'm like, oh, wow. It's pretty different. It's pretty different. And I don't think we do it. I don't obviously we I don't think we do it consciously. I think it's when we get into a relationship with someone. Yes, you have to feed your partner. Okay, let me rephrase. (laughs) I mean, do feed them. A bitch loves some tacos. But Yes, you have to feed your partner in the sense of, you know, what are their emotional needs? What are some of their physical needs? Um, Feeding the relationship. That is important if you want to keep a healthy relationship long term. But what I'm learning right now is more so than that, more so than the fucking two, three, however many of you are in this relationship. You need to take care of you. And this is, listen, friend, this is not, <laughs> this is a lesson. I, I'm st- I feel like I'm just learning it in layers. I have a tattoo on my right wrist. And it's the Latin root word for first. And the reason I got the tattoo, the tattoo was because um, at the time I was, I don't even remember. I don't know if I was in that fucking toxic ass relationship or I was getting out of it. But I was starting to understand like, oh, you got to come first. Regardless, no matter what, you got to come first. At any and every expense, you have to come first. And that fucking thought was so foreign to me. I had to get the fucking word tattooed on my wrist as a reminder. So here we are. 2020. The world's fucking... 
a hot mess. Yes, yes, we know, we know. But how are you? Like, what's up with you? What part of your thinking, what part of your emotional processing, what part of your daily life do you need to check in with? I had to have a whole come to Jesus moment. I was like, listen, I can continue waking up every day and fucking hating my job and crying at my desk and stressing myself out, putting strain on on my relationship with Oscar. I could have continued that. Hell yeah. And I would have kept collecting some money for it. I was like, no, no, I don't want to do it anymore. Mm Mm-mm. Okay, cool. I made a financial decision. Cool. It makes me feel better emotionally. Great. That's fine. Okay, so what's the next layer? Oh, my body? Oh, shit. You mean I got to learn to want to take care of myself for me? That's how... That's how this is going to be sustainable in long term. Not because I'm trying to fucking fit into a dress for my friend's wedding. Not because I'm trying to look good for my man. Not because I'm trying to fit into a fucking pair of jeans. Not because I'm trying to fit a fucking Instagram aesthetic. No. You got to do it for you. That's just a fucking rude awakening, isn't it? Mm, I know. I know. Sometimes I don't even like listening to myself. I'm just like, oh, so much truth. (laughs) Oh, my joint went out. Hold on a second. (sighs) You know. You probably weren't prepared for today. It's okay. Neither was I. I didn't know what the fuck I was going to say when I came on here. I just knew I missed talking to you. I missed connecting with you. You want to hear a secret? I was low key, a little scared. A little scared. When I got the new recording equipment, it just felt, (laughs) it felt like a fucking lot, okay? There's fucking buttons and lights, and I had a set of headphones that I now hear myself in, and I was being mad critical. I was like, oh my gosh, I sound so stupid. Um, I sound, you know, squeaky, and you can hear a little aspects of my speech it's just it was weird it was fucking weird and I got in my head and I was like nope people are not going to want to listen to this this is so awkward that coupled with my stress at work it just made it easy to not want to come and record and but friends we already know this ain't even about you. It's about me. 
talking to you out loud feels good to me. It feels therapeutic. It feels nice to be able to share parts of me and to just do it knowing that y'all are here for the fun (laughs) you're not here to judge me well maybe you are but girl keep it to yourself (laughs) no rude comments okay (laughs) let's be nice to each other Unless you're trying to check me if I'm, like, saying some stupid foul shit, then, yeah, by all means, I give you every fucking permission to remind me to stay in my lane. Mm-mm-mm. I'm going to sleep so good tonight. Mm. So what's the takeaway? Number one, check in with yourself. Ask yourself, like, who am I? Who am I? And what am I reflecting right now? Like, are you reflecting your true essence? If not, it's okay. Just start taking inventory of what it is that's pulling you away from being that sweet, caring, loving version of yourself. You know the one, you know, you know the one I'm talking about, you know, which one I'm talking about, the one that all the homies love, the one that people just want to kick it with, like that part of you. And if there's things pulling you away from that deterring you from that version of you the next question is what are you willing to what are you willing to sacrifice what are you willing to pay for being that oh that like juicy awesome light of my life version of you (laughs) And if you want some extra credit, mm, you can, you and me both, we're going to sit with this one. What are you doing for others as opposed to yourself? Hmm. I know, I know. Hard questions. Eh. <laughs> Jessica, we came to kick it. We didn't come for a fucking life lesson. I, I can't tell you what you're going to get. Every episode is, you know, <laughs> it, whatever comes out, friends. Did you hear that? That was me drinking my BCAAs. <gasps> Jessica, what are BCAAs? <gasps> I'm so glad you asked. They are branched-chain amino acids. They're used for post-recovery after you've had an intense workout. You know why I had an intense workout? Because one, my friend Sarah dragged me to the fucking park. But two, after seeing that picture of myself and being 
uncomfortable with my body shape i was like you know what i want to tone up and i want to feel good in my body for me motherfucker not for nobody else i'm not trying to get to a certain size i'm not trying to get to a certain goal weight um i just you know i just want to look in the mirror while i'm standing there butt naked and think god damn girl you look good We'll see. We'll see. I am going to make an effort. And y'all can hold me accountable too. Shoot, if y'all see me on Instagram munching on cookies, be like, is that for you? (laughs) Or are you trying to feed somebody else? I might tell you it's for somebody else. Lies. I love cookies. They'll probably be for me. Oh my goodness. Now I'm rambling. (laughs) Mejor me voy a dormir away. Like, I'm just, it's late. I've had a whole joint by myself. (laughs) I've missed you. Y'all want to kick it again soon? All right, down. I'll see you on the next one. I love you. Bye.